Welcome to Conversations with Mr. A. This is your host, Anthony Abastella, school counselor here at Chimicum Junior and Senior High. I'll be interviewing students, staff, community members, outside community members, hoping to provide them a voice to share their perspectives and insights. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Conversations with Mr. A. This week, I've got the power couple. I've got Andrew, AJ Stevenson, and Alyssa Vandenberg. Thank you so much for being on my show. Appreciate it, guys. Yep. Thank you. Got to have you in. So, okay, here's my first question. Um, Both of you have leadership positions. Uh, Could you tell me a little bit about your leadership positions and just how it's been for you this year? You want to go first or you want me to? Okay, so me being an ASB, being the executive president, um, it's definitely better than last year, mainly because I can't, okay, I can actually control the the people in ASB better than the last year's group, and I've just uh, been able to invite some of my close friends over to be in ASB who actually like want to do work and you know, do, do make school better. So yeah, it's a lot better than last year for sure. Um, so I'm the senior class president. I've been the senior class president for two years now, and I was the vice president since seventh grade for a class. So I've been doing this for quite a while, and I can say like senior year has definitely been the hardest just because I'm in charge of getting everyone ready for graduation, doing the fundraisers, um, we go through all the dances and stuff because like the senior class pays for most of it or half of it at least and I can say trying to keep up with like graduation and fundraiser, fundraisers and stuff is really hard um, there's a lot more than I expected to this job um, I'm not backing down from it and I think I'm doing a great job um, even though I feel like I don't have a lot of support for my class I feel like I'm doing a good job um, But all in all, I think it's a really good experience. It teaches you great leadership, social skills, and um, I would definitely recommend it. Kind of got me to that next question because the next question I was going to ask you both was, um, what are your views generally on leadership, just being a leader? Oh, man, it's it's hard. I mean, you have to be – you have to be mean enough to be gentle, you know, because – Can you elaborate a little? elaborate a little yeah, yeah. So, some kids are kind of just like, I'm not trying to be mean, but some kids are kind of just there just to be there or whatever. And some kids just don't do anything, and it's like, you're not supposed to be here if you don't if you don't want to do anything. Like, I don't want to say it like that, but I have to say it some way, you know. And it's like, if I see someone on their phone, I'm in a meeting, and I'm running it, it you know, it takes me off, you know, because like, you shouldn't be on your phone while I'm talking, right? You should be paying attention and giving me like, uh, you know rebuttals and whatever but uh not only that but it's like actually getting people to do things so it's like you're not really trying to like tell them hey can you do this it's more like trying to convince them themselves that they want to do it you know so it's kind of like that in between what about you Alyssa? um just to piggyback on that i think leadership is is definitely a role for few people like Um, If you don't want to step out of your comfort zone or if you don't want to fit in with all the kids, then it's definitely not a role for you because 
there are times where I'll be addressing the class and I'll be like, hey, can we get volunteers for this? And no one will raise their hand. And I'm like, how do I get people involved? How do I get people to be or like wanting to join in? How do I get them to show spirit for this school, you know? And if you don't want to be in that uncomfortable position, or if you're not comfortable in that uncomfortable position, then this is not the job for you, so. Okay. Um, AJ, just getting to know you a little bit. I know you've mentioned to me in the past um, your views. They've changed a little bit since you were a freshman. You had a different view on um, school life, just things in general. I was wondering if you'd be willing to elaborate a little bit on that. Just your views on uh, the schools, student life, things. It's changed, I know, quite a bit. Oh, yeah, it's changed a lot, in my opinion. Like, my freshman year, I mean, it was a lot bigger. Like, it wasn't, like, an insane, like, size, but it, we had more people, definitely, to the point where, you know, you would have the seniors, you know, and you just, like, barely notice them, you know? Like, you see them, and then... You know, you can't really talk to them, you know. You, you wait until they talk to you. you it's kind of like that weird thing. But uh, this year, it's kind of like, you know, everyone kind of knows each other pretty well. And some ways that's good, but some ways it's kind of bad. Um, like, for instance, like the freshmen this year, they kind of just casually talk to the seniors, you know. And sometimes they try being, like, sort of mature by just acting kind of rude, which is, like, not it. Like, you can't, like, don't talk to me like that, dude. Like, yeah, they don't have, like, respect. Yeah. Let's try to be nice, right? But Here's a general pick up on that one is how do you deal, freshmen or no freshmen, just even, okay, in leadership positions, whatever, how would you deal with people that uh, well, aren't respectful or difficult to work with? I mean, that's just a general, a general question. How, what's your approach to those that are just, well, I don't know, disrespectful? Maybe they're not pulling their weight on things. Sorry to put in. Personally, I would put them in their place. I would show them that I have more experience, that I know more, and that I'm better than them. So That's by, how I would deal with people with less experience. So and by example? Yes. Um, I would show them who's the boss. So, yeah. I mean, I think, I think a negative cancels out a negative. So just like Alyssa said, if you kind of just step your foot down, probably stop and if you just be like hey you're kind of being mean it's not cool or like you know call them out on like whatever emotion they're affecting right there and they'll probably stop that's like pro negotiator move right there so like also to like go with that in like sports so I've been like captain for quite a few sports for the last couple years and you know there's always those freshmen who come in who think they're better than everyone else and especially like in basketball Basketball is about egos. If you don't have an ego, you're not confident and you're not going to be good. So I kind of like, I kind of show them what I got, push them around a little bit on the court and just show that I'm better than them. And then they start to respect me and they start to realize like, hey, I have experience. I can show you tricks. I can show you other moves. Like I'm no coach, but I know what I'm doing. And um, I think you should respect me as a captain. You know what I mean? Like, in, in the sport kind of sense, you know. Well, uh, you know, I asked AJ this. i got to ask you this, Alyssa. Is, has your views changed a little bit since when you were a ninth grader? Like, how did you look at things as a ninth grader and then now as a senior yeah. as compared? That's tough. I'd say um, I guess my mindset has kind of changed. You know, as a freshman, I just thought, like, oh, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to 
you know, not do most of my work. I didn't really think grades were very important until I'd say my junior year. I mean, I always had good grades just because my dad's really strict. I mean, if I have a C, I'm grounded for life. But, um, so, and and I think um, about what AJ was saying earlier is, how, like, how times have changed. Like, back then, how you just don't mess with seniors or you don't mess with jocks or, like, and then I think our schools kind of like flopped that. And I think, you know, the people who do put in the work for that long aren't as respected. And I feel like that has changed and I don't really like that change, so. I was gonna ask, um, and just piggybacks on the next question. Um, for both of you, I was gonna ask how you, how you guys got through the pandemic. Do you think the pandemic might've had something to do with that? Why it might've flopped? Because I know the pandemic had changed a lot. You guys were meeting online. You didn't see each other in person. I've had a few seniors already tell me in a few uh, past uh, podcasts, they feel like this is actually, they feel like this is their freshman year, the more their senior year. Because it's their yeah, fr- yeah. It's your guys' first year actually here. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, so like freshman year, um, everything was going great, and then suddenly COVID hit, and we had to stay home, and our grades wouldn't go down. And I think, like, I was one out of the, like, five people who would actually continue going to classes to, like, learn. But, you know, I didn't, like, do my best. I mean, my grade wouldn't go down. I just went there for the experience and to show that I was committed to, like, school. But I definitely think that over the time, people lost that, like, school spirit or really lost the understanding of what school is like when we throw pep rallies for like the younger generations like the eighth and seventh graders that were in the pandemic and now are now high schoolers they don't really understand what school spirit is they've never really had that experience and I was really hoping to bring that whole thing to school this year and I think we did a pretty good job I think it's just going to take a couple more pep rallies or maybe another year or so to really get them in the spirit because us seniors are proud we're proud to be back we're proud to finally be in school we're proud to go to sports and you know just have the chance to go to school so and it takes time one thing you're just saying is how um, seniors you guys are proud and um, one thing I noticed is whether some seniors like it or not the underclassmen seventh eighth grade ninth grades they look up to you guys that you guys are the role models. Um, I'm just wondering for you guys, you know, being the role models, how does it feel? Is it kind of like, is it overwhelming? Is it like, oh my gosh, um, this is great. Like, what, what's gone through your mind this year just being those role models? Yeah, I mean, I used to be like kind of stressed about it, but now I kind of just got used to it. But, I mean, honestly, it, it's hard, but... Uh, I've gotten used to it to the point where it's like a daily thing. So like emceeing for our first pep rally, that was great. Like everyone, all the seniors had face paint. I told everyone to put on face paint. We had a sign and everything, and that was fun. And also I've had some kids like come up to me and, you know, and just be like, dude, you're so cool. I just want to be like you when I'm grown up. And it's like, wow, that really warms my heart, dude. And especially since I went to Islandwood with the sixth graders, oh my gosh, so many of those kids like came up to me and were just like, you're my favorite. I want to be just like you when I grow up. Like, 
be as cool as you, AJ. I'm like, dude, I'm not that cool. Come on. AJ but. will, like, if you see some, like, stupid kids, I mean, they're not actually stupid, but they're acting stupid in the hallway, um, AJ will just be like, come on, man, stop. Like, why you gotta be like that? And then um, it really, like, I think changes how kids see what being cool is. I guess, like, I think a lot of kids see being cool as, like, being rude or, like, standing out or acting up in the classroom. But, you know, that's not really going to get you anywhere in life. And I think a good role model should show ways to be cool and, like, respectful ways, like being good at sports, being in a leadership role. And I think that's why I think the respect for, like, jocks and, like, those who are academically doing well I think the respect that's gone down for that is so perilous because it's just, it makes kids act a different way, and I don't really like that. Yeah, another point. Um, one time I saw this kid, like, sprinting down the freaking hallway, like, full-on sprinting. <laughs> so next period after lunch, I was like, okay, I'm going to go find this kid. Found him in a class, pulled him out, and, like, just talked to him, hey, man, next time you're doing that, you're going to be in big trouble. Like, I'm either tripping you or, like, you're going to the office like don't ever do that again and I haven't seen this kid run in the hallway ever since <laughs> so like sometimes like AJ will like threaten these kids and like they don't know that he actually can't like send them to detention or something <laughs> which is what makes it funny but they still listen to him because they have respect for AJ so like yeah well technically technically I can't send them but technically I can give like a referral or I can tell Mr. Stevens like what they did, and then they can give him detention. Yeah. So technically, I can, but I can't. You know, like I can suspend a kid like easy if I just be like, yeah, this kid just punched someone in the face. You know, mm-hmm. and just tell somebody. I was gonna ask you guys another question. Is so you guys have been influencing others. Who's influenced you guys? Who's been some positive role models in your life? Uh, been a good influence that's helped you guys along the ways up to this point. That's tough. I definitely say my dad um so like i i kind of grew up with a mom i mean i had my stepmom raised me for like eight years but we my dad and her separated and i came here in fifth grade and i guess without my dad like being so strict saying like oh you can't have anything less than like a b minus or saying i don't want you or i want you to be sex successful and i don't want you to be like how i was when I i was a kid you know and I guess because of their failures, I want more success. And I guess I wouldn't really, I mean, my dad is a big part of my life, but I never really had like a full role model. I guess I'd had a picture of myself um, that I wanted to see make happen. And that was kind of my role model. What's the picture? Can you tell me a little bit? of? Um, just really I would say just successful all around academics sports um I want to be the person that people come to for help I want to be the person that people respect um I want to be the person that people like you know like I don't know I just want to be that you know like the team mom on sports how they always bring the snacks and you always ask them for help you know that kind of person I want to be the team mom that drives all the kids to sporting events you know um just that community friendly successful person you know yeah okay 
was the question again? Oh, so the question <laughs> is about uh, those that have influenced you, been a positive role model that's really helped you along the way up to this point. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I mean, I don't, okay. Like my dad, he's definitely influenced me. Like, I'm sure every, every you know, boy's internal dream that they really don't really think of is like just having their dad just say they're proud of him, you know? Just, you know, having a dad that's proud of you is like awesome. And for someone that I idolize, I, I interned for this lady and she she like works so hard. Like I, I, I wanna be just like her when I grow up. Like she owns multiple businesses and you know, still does more and more every day. Like she's trying to open up an antique shop and like she's doing like three other things at the same time. You know, she has kids, she she uh, she does a lot. And, and she's always busy, and it's like, wow, and I want to be busy like that. I want to, like, have that work ethic because I think one of the things is, like, some people just like the work. They, they love the work. They don't even like the goal. They're just like, dude, the work is a lot funner, and that's how, that's how I kind of feel. It's more like the journey instead of the destination, you know? The journey makes it worth it. Yeah, the journey, the journey drives does the story. make it worth it, yeah, 100%. Okay, Lisa, um, you kind of led up to the next question because the next question I was going to ask both of you is um, with graduation coming up, coming up less than a month from now, um, I was going to say your future plans. How do you see the future? And I think, AJ, you're leading a little bit just an in- entrepreneur, mm-hmm. something you're looking yeah, at. Yeah. For sure. So, I mean, after graduation, everyone just kind of has that thing where they're like, Dude, what if I fail? You know, what if I fail? Like, what if this isn't what I want to do? And, you know, I've been kind of getting those thoughts, you know, especially yesterday when I, re- when I really realized, like, dude, we got like a month. We got a month. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, am I really, am I really cut out for being like an entrepreneur or a real estate agent? And then this morning I kind of just like looked in the mirror and I was like, I'll be fine. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah. Self-realization. Yeah, self-motivation, you know. And, yeah, I'm excited. I'm so excited. But I'm also, like, nervous for that. So that's my thoughts. How's the future look for you, Alyssa? Graduation and everything. Um, hopefully pretty bright. Um, I'm excited. I get to continue playing sports. That's, like, the love of my life, other than this one sitting next to me. Okay. But anyways, um, sports have been my entire life. They were there to, like, get away they're there when I needed competition they're there when I needed to push myself they're there when I needed approval from my family like if you're if I if I got good enough at sports my family would actually start coming to watch um of course my dad would always be there but I got good enough at basketball I'd have like my uncles come and watch and they all played d2 basketball um so um, yeah, I get to, I got recruited and I committed to Centralia Washington College. Um, there I'll be playing basketball. Congrats. Thank you. And um, the day before prom, I went up there and um, a recruiter from the softball team had me come practice with them. And after the first day, she texted me back. She said I made the team and she'd love to have me. So I'll also be playing softball there. Um, while I was there, they gave me a tour around the school, and I got to see the nursing program, which is what I hope to become, is a nurse practitioner. And I know that's going to be a lot of schooling because it's, like, a step above the normal nurse. But, you know, they make hella good money, so yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping to – I'm, 
I mean, it's just not about the money. I think I'm a very social person. I think I'm good with people. I'm good with kids. And I think nursing is something I could do good and do very well. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, the last part of the interview is the fun one, the word association. So I'm going to give you one or two words. Just tell me what uh, you think. First thing that comes to mind. And the first one I'm going to come up with, my favorite, pickles. Well, that's the first <laughs> thing that comes to mind when you think of pickles. Delicious. Okay. I think they're great. Did you know, like, if you just think of eating a dill pickle, your mouth will start to water? Did you, have you ever done that? Well, don't you don't know. like dill no, pickles. But AJ, think... if you try it, just think about eating a dill pickle and, like, your mouth starts watering. Like, uh-huh. my friend told me that, and that's instantly what I go to when um, um, I when someone says pickles. Or I think of, like, a burger. But I respect your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Huh. How about this one? Not listening. Um, it kind of makes me think of a song, you know, um, the sound of silence when they're like, um, hearing without listening and like seeing or something is something like that. That's just what it makes me think of that song. Okay. Annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Annoying. Okay. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. I got one for you. Marvel or DC? Marvel. DC sucks. Uh, okay. I'm going to say DC, mainly because, mm-hmm. not because of the, like, Marvel's good too, but it depends, like, what you think about it. Like, do you think about the Marvel comics, or do you think about the Marvel movies, or, you know, vice versa with DC? And, personally, I think DC has more gritty and, like, uh, story-driven characters, you know, like Batman. Like, Batman's so sick. Like, come on. Batman's a classic. Batman's a classic. I mean, you got a, you know, Hulk and Thor, but nothing's really as gritty as, like, DC Comics, you know? Like, like who, who's your guys' favorite, like, DC Marvel character? Like, I'm a Batman guy. Batman guy? I'm a Batman guy. What about Marvel? Or how about, okay, Spider-Man. between DC and Spider-Man. Marvel, like... Which character is probably your favorite? Spider-Man. Mm, yeah, I, I, I do like Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man's good. Spider-Man's good. He's like he's like an honest, like, superhero. He's not one of those, like, super flashy superheroes. He's, like, kind of dimmed down, but is still just as awesome, you know? Right. I would say Lobo or something from DC. Love. Okay. Okay, here's another one for you. Chick flicks. White chicks. It makes me think of White Chicks, the movie. I thought Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A is good. I, I like your way of thinking, man. Slasher movies. Halloween. I don't know. The Purge. Oh man. I don't know. Uh, Saw. Oh, ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah. Like yeah. Or like, oh, what about those, uh, those like uh, parody ones where they have like, have you guys seen that one with like Shaq and Doctor Phil? Yeah. Was, like the, oh, oh my god, that was. So oh my funny. god, that makes me think of that commercial where they're like shooting the basketballs and it makes like the jingle bell thing. Oh gosh. That was so cool. <laughs> that was something I else. Wish I could recreate that. Okay, I uh, got another one for you. Oh, how about this one? Apathy. I don't even know what that word is. Apathy. Like like sympathy? 
No, apathy. It's uh, basically means they don't care. Like if you're you're cheering on, yay, and then the other person just sits there going, uh, that's apathy. It makes me think of like a bystander. Like if you're watching someone get bullied and you don't do anything, then you're just as much to blame as the person bullying them. You know. Hmm. Hmm. Apathy kind of sounds like our school spirit. <laughs> Facts. Sometimes, oh you know. From the younger grades? From the younger grades. Actually, they're, honestly, they're, from the older people. Like, 7th and 8th grade was eating it up at the last pep rally. You're right. You're right. They were... I saw I saw some energetic. I saw some energy there. They're not scared of what people think. And I think people get embarrassed in pep rallies that people are going to think they're weird that they're cheering. A pep rally is all about cheering and having fun and face pain and, like, celebrating everything. But if people are embarrassed of that, then there's no school spirit. And I think that's just even more embarrassing is when your school doesn't have spirit, you know? Yeah. Can I just say something that? The seventh and eighth graders are probably—they're a really strong class, like one hundred percent. They're really strong. Like, I don't know if I said this earlier, but some seventh and eighth graders work harder than freaking others. Uh, others, yeah. Like, yeah. like, like the freshman or the g- sophomore or junior. Sometimes, like, for our uh, ASB auction, one of the eighth graders got one of the first items to you know to auction off. And that was like the next day after we announced it. I was like, wow, this kid's on it. Nice. It's Who was it? It was Landon. Hmm. Good. Okay, so last thing, any final words that you'd like to tell our listeners? Um, I would say something like, it's not a calamity to not reach the stars, but it is a calamity to have no stars I guess oh, I'm just TV. as boring, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you have to give me a question or something. Like, elaborate, Mr. A. Sure. Any final things you have to tell our listeners as in, hey, it's been a great four years. You could say thank you for listening. Just, that's all. Just like a final statement. Um, I'm going to miss school. Like, I'm going to miss high school. High school, I feel like there's nothing like high school. I know I'm going to college, but I just... I just feel like there's no chance to be yourself like you can be in high school, and I think that's one of the things I'm really, really going to miss. Um, it has been a great four years, even though two of them were at home, sadly, but um, I'm going to miss this place. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, AJ. Yeah, I'm going to miss this place a lot, too. Like, I, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, okay, well, time to go to school. It'll be fun, you know? I don't really ever dread it, especially when you only have, like, one hard class when you're a senior, you know, but yeah, I'm gonna miss this place and all the people that go here and hope to see him like at the store one day and just say hi, you know. But I don't know. A lot of possibilities. Thank you so much, AJ and Lisa, for your time. Glad you guys came in. Thank you. Thank you. And that concludes this week's edition of Conversations with Mr. A, featuring Alyssa Vandenberg and Andrew Stevenson. Both share their honest thoughts, their honest opinions. Um, I truly, truly wish the best for both of them next year when they graduate. Both of them have really great futures, and um, I see a lot of bright things ahead of them. 
Again, thank you for listening to this week's edition. Stay tuned for more episodes starting next week. Take care.